Welcome to Think About It, a Kia's podcast about all things marketing. We are Jamie Geierman and Brian Stainbrook, and today we're talking about trade shows. Now, we're getting into trade show season, and a lot of our clients are attending shows. And over the years, we've worked really closely with them on all aspects of getting them prepared and ready for their shows. And one of the things we always start with is trying to get to the core reason as to why they're going to the show in the first place. And surprisingly enough, a lot of times people come back with some answers that aren't very strategic and aren't, you know, really in line with helping them to advance or move their business forward. So we wanted to talk about trade shows today to make sure that the reasons why we're going are going to make sense for your company. They're going to help advance your business and all of the tactics that you're doing to prepare for the show and surrounding the show and when you're at the show are going to help support that. So I think it's a good place for us to start and just maybe maybe talk through some of the things that we've heard from clients over the years as to what are the reasons why they're going. I know one that I I always hear is, we did this last year. Mm, my favorite is like, we have to be there. And it's, you can literally hear them. If they were writing it, half would be in all capitals. Like, we have to be there. Yep. Another one of my favorites is, everyone else is doing it. Yes. And then... Sometimes I feel like clients get in a situation where, I mean, we all get busy and it's understandable and this doesn't happen with your bigger shows, but sometimes maybe those smaller ones that aren't as primary for you, like we already have a booth and it's like, you get to the mind like, we are three months away from the show and we, all we know is we have a booth. So I've definitely yep. seen that happen before. I've seen that happen and then they're stuck in a contract. Yeah. Someone signed them up for, you know, a, a three-year commitment to a show that maybe no longer works for them or makes sense for their business, but they're stuck and they got to go. Yeah. And then you'll hear, uh, you know, I think this comes a lot from sales and even marketing as well. Like we have to quote unquote, like connect with customers. And I think sometimes we say that, but it's a very broad and bland statement. Mm -hmm. Like what does connect really mean? What's the objective? What's your, what's your goal more than anything? Yep. And then, you know, those are, okay reasons. I mean, yeah. they're valid. If, if you're, if you have a contract, if you already purchased a booth, if all of your competitors are going to be there. Yeah. Those are good reasons to want to attend a show, but we need to take a step back and ask why, why, why do those things matter? Why are you going there in the first place? And, you know, one of those, you know, more strategic answers or responses would be your key audience is going to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, for a fact that the customers that you work with or that you want to obtain are going to be there and you can connect with them. Or maybe it's not a customer, but it's certain members of the media or influencers within your space. Yeah. I also think when you're, uh, anytime you have like a new product, we'll see that like people, we've had clients go to shows that maybe typically they've kind of wavered on, maybe should we go, should we not go, but they have that new product and they really want to get out in the space. And, and that's another great reason to kind of connect. And then my big one is you should always be there to accelerate your lead generation. So you want to fill that funnel as much as you possibly can. And I think um, clients, we think about that, but it's almost, we get more of the reasons that we listed before than we do people actually saying we want to accelerate our lead gen. And it's, it's interesting because that's not always the driving force behind why people are going to shows. I think that they try to capture names and, and contacts and business cards while they're there, but there isn't a true plan behind getting that lead generation at the show. And that's, that's definitely one of the things that we're going to talk about in today's podcast. So in order to get things started and, and really think through what your purpose is for attending, to sh attending a show and what you need to do to promote the fact that you're going to be there, connect with those key audiences you want to speak to at the show and then, you know, continue on 
um, build and build and nurture those relationships after, you, you really need to establish that strategy. So understanding why you're at the show and, and hopefully you're you're catching on and you're gonna you know list some of those later points that you know Ryan, you and I were just talking about. Um, it's gonna be about connecting with your key audience or influencers, getting that media coverage, launching a new product or service, or accelerating lead generation. Sure, you can you know still go to the shows because your competitors are there, but let's really think about what you're gonna try to do once you're at the show. That's gonna then spill over into uh, helping you with your communications and making it very clear as to what, what you're saying, what those pre-show promotions look like, what your booth says, what, what graphics are in your booth, what communication materials you're handing out at the booth. Um, it's going to be very uh, specific then to those audiences that you want to interact with. And then understanding what success looks like. If you're just there to connect with media, maybe it's establishing you know a, a number of in, you know, securing a number of interviews that you want to have with the media or connecting with certain influencers, or if it is lead generation, it's a certain number of names that you want to capture. Um, but just making sure that you identify what that success looks like and then how you're going to measure it to make sure that you're staying true to what your strategy was that you set out. Yeah, I think one of the things we, we often hear, especially when it comes to like trade shows and things of that nature, sometimes I've heard this quote come out of clients' mouths, it's more noticeable if you're not there than if you are. And I completely understand that predicament and understand that it, it's just kind of the nature of the beast sometimes. But if you are going to go and, and you feel like you need to be there, make sure you have that sound strategy. Do a lot of that pre, pre-show pre work. You know, like we were kind of setting this up before when you were talking about the strategy, but connect with the people you need to connect with at the show and then just really plan it out. Like if you're going to take the initiative to go to the show, how are we reaching people before how are we reaching out to people during? And then what's our follow-up going to be? You know, how are we going to get people in the booth? Why do we want them to come to the booth? Right. Just the they, they seem like elementary questions, but I think mm-hmm. when you really take a step back and think about it, you kind of get into this situation where you feel like, well, I know that, but then when you're asked it, you're asked that question straight, it sometimes it's hard to give an answer. And it's it's not something that we don't see all the time. So if you're in that position, it's it's never, you know. To have those questions on the board when you guys are in the like pre-show meeting and like answering them really clearly and concisely, that could be a great tactic. And we've seen that work really well in the past. And you know, just measuring how you're engaging with people at the show and and whether that's customers, whether it's media, whatever your goals are, just making sure you set those up and and understand what everyone in the booth understands what the objective is for the show. Absolutely, and and you're right. They some of these questions do feel a little elementary, but it's. There's so many components that go into a show, and you're spending. You're also spending a lot of money to be there. You're paying a lot of money to have that booth space, to have that presence, to be a sponsor. Uh, you you want to make sure that you're getting the most, you know, for that investment. And being able to kind of point back to and look at these guide guidelines is 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 very important. I think too often a lot of the things that then that eventually happen at a show. Um, just become an afterthought or you just gather up an old stack of collateral or sell sheets and hand them out at a booth or maybe you're sending someone to the booth who isn't that knowledgeable of your products. It, you know, Sometimes it's a marketing person, but you don't have a product person there too who can really speak to you know, your product or service. So making sure that you're really thinking through you know, what, what that whole experience is going to be. One of the things that you know, we've seen a lot too is uh, that pre-show communication. Mm -hmm. A lot of people struggle with this and you're, you know, you're making the investment to be at the show. There's ways to get a show list or a media list of 
those who are planning to attend and start communicating with them before the show. Too often, uh, clients that you know we, we've seen and others we've worked with in the past will spend a lot of money trying to do ads or putting stuff out on their social channels. Yeah, I'm the platinum sponsor, and right. like that, that's all. That's great, and you're right. Your logo's right there. You're very mm-hmm. prominent. But what does that do for your business? Exactly. Especially if you're larger. Like some of our clients will go to some of these shows, and they're they're pretty well known. So right. in all actuality, your logo on the front. Right doesn't really move the needle for you at all because you're you're very well known already exactly and you know our recommendation would be you know forego paying that extra fee and instead go ahead and purchase the show list now you can start emailing people ahead of time or connecting with them ahead of time I've even worked with clients where we've sent physical or um, hard copy like invitations that were mm-hmm. hand delivered to key uh, to key individuals that we wanted to invite to our booth set up a time to talk with them because uh, we knew that they were at the top of our list that, of people that you know we wanted to capture as leads. So the more that you can get in front of people in a more direct and personal way before the show, the more likely you're going to be able to obviously get those people to your booth, but then you're also getting the right people to your booth. You're not just mm-hmm. attracting the crowds because they're walking by. You're, you're already starting to funnel those leads before the show begins which is a good thing to do because there's going to be a lot of people at the show. There's going to be a lot of clutter. There's going to be a lot of people coming in and out of booths just to grab, you know, the tchotchkes that are being handed out. You want to make sure that your time is spent with the right people um, who are going to help to advance your business and help you with those objectives that you're you're setting forth. And once you – I think the other thing too is once you do all the pre-show work and you put all that effort in and you're able to, you know, qualify your leads and and, – and everything of that nature. I think you want to create an experience in the booth too. Like, I think that goes back to that strategy. Like, why are we here? Why are we doing this? Your booth should reflect that. If you have a new product that you're launching that is whatever it is, if it's a me too product or if it's something that's truly, you know, can revolutionize the industry or and everything in between. If you want to showcase that, make sure it's in the booth prominently and, you know, have that key messaging. You want to, like you mentioned, don't just have that old stack of handouts that you mm-hmm. always have. Make sure they kind of have that messaging that's, that you're um, portraying at the show. And then the other big thing we see a lot is like digital and video. Um, that's becoming more and more prominent as far as what's going on in the booth. You see VR a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of these shows. And, and people are scared of that. And that technology, honestly, I know that sounds really expensive, but we've done some stuff with some clients where it you'd be shocked at... I'm not saying it's cheap, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not maybe what you think it is. And, and you can, you know, cater the experience to whatever, um, you know, you really need. And then once you have all that stuff, the next thing you really focus on is capturing those leads. Yep. And just to touch back on something, creating that experience in your booth, there's a number of ways you can go about doing this. If, if you don't have a large budget, you can't spend a ton of, t- a ton of money on creating a booth or, you know, building a unique experience. Um, there's other ways to kind of have that wow factor. So if you're, um, let's just say you're unveiling a new product. If, if you know that this is something that's going to be meaningful, obviously the people at the show, you've connected with them ahead of time to let them know you're going to be unveiling a new product. Don't have it out on the floor the whole time, create a time or a moment during the show where you're going to invite people, you know, at four o'clock on Friday or, you know, Thursday, whatever day it is we're going to unveil our new product. So if you're telling people about that ahead of time, you're giving them a reason to come to your booth at a very specific time. And then you have that unveiling for them. You have a ton of people now at your booth all gathered around it for, you know, this experience that you've created for them. And it's something that they're going to remember and talk about later because they were part of this larger unveiling versus it just kind of feeling like it's it's been out there all day. 
So there's different ways to do to do that and create those things if, you know, if maybe you can't have all the bells and whistles at your booth um, that some of your competitors do. And then again, if you're if you're already inviting key people there that you want to connect with and you know ahead of time they're coming, or let's say you haven't been able to connect with them. Um, or confirm that they are going to be stopping by your booth, you, you still want to figure out that right way to capture leads. And so many times we see people just having that stupid fishbowl out on the table <laughs> where everyone's throwing business cards into. And, and you know, we all know the tricks to throw your business card in. You're going to get, you know, some, some giveaway at the end mm. of the show. And what, what good does that really do? You get a stack of cards of names of, and faces of people that you haven't spoken to. Again, our recommendation is get rid of the fishbowl, purchase a list in advance, figure out who's going to go to the show, do some research ahead of time to find out who's going to be there so you know already who's going to be coming to your booth and you're ready to talk to them. Um, This also lets you qualify those leads and and then pass more information on to your sales teams and your product teams uh, to let people know how those conversations went and those people then are more likely to stay connected to you down the road. Yeah, plus, it's like the worst kept secret that your best prospect always happens to win the giveaway from the right. business card fishbowl. It's it's one of those things that, like like Jamie said, forego that stuff and, and really take the time and the effort to, to qualify your leads beforehand and during the show. And, and I think the results in the end, you'll have more actionable items to take um, You know, leaving that show. I think the big thing... You know, you go to, so we've covered, you got to have your strategy pre-show, put the work in while you're there, create an experience. And then the biggest thing, and this is where I feel we see a lot of times the the ball kind of get fumbled a little bit is keeping the momentum alive after the show. Um, that goes back to what you were mentioning before, Jamie, about having a good way to qualify your leads and gather them. Um, I know a lot of shows offer kind of standard lead gen where they give you like the badge thing and you scan the badge. And sometimes the, you know, reaction on that isn't ex- as quick as you would like it to be. Cause the show, if they're doing that for you and there's a hundred exhibitors, there's a hundred other people are doing that for right. So it's something to, to keep in mind and, and having, you know, a well thought out planned as far as how you're going to follow up with these leads, how quickly you're going to do it. What does that communication look like? We go back to that consistency of your pre, your during and your post. And then you have to have a way to measure your success. I mean, what are our goals? Do we want to add 10 qualified leads to the funnel? Do we want to have $100,000 worth of potential business closing out the show? Making sure you have those um, different kind of measurables Mm -hmm. ready to go because as much as trade shows, people say they're dying, maybe they're not. Well, if you take the time to show you know, the ROI on them, you know, the days of, Hey, we went to the show. How was Mm -hmm. it? Well, we drank three days straight with Chuck from whatever company. (laughs) It's like, Oh, you have to have more ROI and measurables than that. So, um, just making sure you take the time to, to make sure that everything from that side of things is buttoned up. So when your boss does come to you and say, well, should we keep going to the show? It's like, yes, this was X amount of business from that show. Absolutely. And there's a number of different ways you can assign, um, figures to that. So, you know, looking at what a potential client is worth or a lead is, is worth, and then you know, determining the number of those that you need to capture and, and how that relates back to what your investment in the show was. Or if you get so many media placements out of being there, what the cost of you know, purchase, purchasing that space would have been is, is another good way to kind of measure what that, what that impact of the show has had on your business. Well, I think pretty much covered everything that we wanted to talk about from a trade show standpoint. So if you guys are new to the podcast, we have a very special, special section. Um, ben, our president, 
listens, and then he gives us his Ben and Ten. You ever met Ben? Ben can be a little long-winded, but he's been actually really good with these, the first two. If you guys haven't checked them out, haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. Um, he's been keeping this to 10 seconds. He's kind of taking the fun out of it, but we're going to kick it over to Ben. Ben, 10, Ben in 10 regarding trade shows. It is called a trade show for a reason. When the curtain goes up, what experience are your customers having? Remember, whether the booth be big or small, do it right or not at all. All right. Well, he did it again because he took all the fun out of it again. <laughs> the whole point of setting this up was so he couldn't do it, and he's been well prepared every time and keeps himself to 10 seconds. So, Jamie, anything else you want to mention before we close out here? No, I think just, again, making sure you have that plan going into the show, uh, knowing what your strategy is and having that pre-show communication plan done, the communication plan for the show, and then the post-show plan as well. So thanks for listening. That's all we have for today. Um, as always, please share your thoughts with us at thinkaboutit@ikea.com or tweet us to tell us what you think. And uh, we'll be in touch. Yep. <laughs>